Hello. 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 Wait, what? What? Hello. Oh, hello. good goodness. Okay. <laughs> I I heard Jenny say hello twice, and I was oh, like, I don't think that Bud's Buster is a woman, <laughs> and so I had to like start adjusting my ideas about people. How did you know I was a woman? That happened to me with someone that I was chatting with online for a really long time, who was also a night auditor who went by the handle Velvet. A night so auditor assumed... who went by the handle Velvet. Yeah, so I assumed I was chatting with a lady night auditor. What's a night auditor? Someone who works at a hotel overnight and has to do the audit. Someone oh. who audits at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's very important it gets done overnight. Yeah. Otherwise, people might see you doing it. <laughs> well, you know, you don't really know a hotel if you're there during the day. No, that's so true. It's like, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if every high school counselor says this, but uh, our high school counselor, Mr. Arthur, told us that when we were going to a uh, looking at colleges, we should like go be on campus at midnight and just see. Hmm. I don't know. Whether there's gang activity, women being assaulted, loud parties. Huh. Vampires. Uh, vampires. That's, that's an interesting uh, strategy to say, this area might be dangerous, but go out and check. Yeah. <laughs> and see if it's dangerous. Uh, and then report back. I guess, like, the, the I think he was saying you, your whole family, you and your parents should be there oh um, everyone so, should get involved in the danger so he wants your parents to get mugged too <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i don't know how feasible it is for families on college visits to be there at midnight yeah although uh, just, i was noticing that uh the student union at uw milwaukee is open until midnight shouldn't i think at uiowa the Union was open. Maybe it was open twenty four hours a day. Sometimes I can't remember now. Mm. Hmm. Mm. The uh, the UWM Student Union is also like bar none the most confusing space I have ever been in. Oh yeah. Yeah, like including um, including IF games. I was going to say like the labyrinth <laughs> of Crete. <laughs> Yeah. There are a lot of twisty little passages. <laughs> uh huh. All, all alike. All alike. All alike. It's uh, so there are various floors that happen and, and parking structures that oh. seem identical, but they're not underground. Yeah. Parking structures just... is a good, good setting, and I think a good setting for IF that has mm -hmm. not been utilized, as far as I know. Yeah. I feel like parking structures are an underutilized setting. Absolutely. I don't yeah. think they were underutilized in the 80s because I remember um, Big Trouble in Little China has a parking garage yeah. sequence. And so does um, Into the Night with Jeff Goldblum, huh. uh, which are both like women being kidnapped and the cars that they're kidnapped in are driving fast through the parking structure. And... Uh, I was going to say, and Jeff Goldblum is there, but he actually wasn't in Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
If you want to know more about the movie Big Trouble in Little China, <laughs> you can <laughs> listen to the podcast that Ryan and I guessed it on. Yeah. The, we were on yeah. the Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space podcast. I don't think we gave that enough press at the no. time. No, I did no, not we know really didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, go to their web. I don't know what their website is. They have like a list of episodes on SoundCloud, and that's how mm-hmm. I find out about them episodes. Yeah. Um, P-D-S-M-I-O-S mm-hmm. is an easy way to find that. And uh, find the episode for Big Trouble in Little China, where Jenny and I talked about that movie and we had a good time and we made insights we sure did we sure did i'm proud of us ryan me too uh before i forget um actually there's two things and i'm not sure if i'm doing them in the right order but i'm gonna say (laughs) welcome to the podcast clash of the type ins you probably what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a text adventure computer video game um if you love this podcast, follow us on Twitter at type underscore ins. Um, go to find us on the World Wide Web at rcveter.net slash clash. Um, Facebook is like facebook.com slash clash of the type ins. Uh, that's all. That's all our things. Um, all right. But love us. Love us on iTunes. <laughs> love us on iTunes. <laughs> Is that a button you can click that's next to the like button? No, I think that's strictly Facebook is where the love happens. Oh, Facebook only happens where the love happens. <laughs> wasn't Facebook's or was it MySpace? There was a place for friends. Yeah, was MySpace that MySpace? Was a, MySpace was a place for friends and then they changed it to say a place for bands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think Facebook ever had a dumb slogan, or did it? Hmm. But that it should be there. It didn't have a Tom. No, I feel like Facebook is inferior for not having a Tom. Well, isn't there Tom Mark? Except yeah, that he's not actually friends. But with he you? doesn't insist on being friends with everyone. No, was Tom like the guy who invented MySpace? I think so. I think he invented MySpace, and then he was like, I'm going to automatically add myself as a friend. I guess I always assumed that Tom was not a real person. That Tom was, like, the, like, like Clippy. Didn't he have a picture? I see your chart. He had a picture, but it, like, wasn't it an incredibly grainy, terrible picture? Let's reminisce about MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Or we can reminisce about Friendster, Mm. if I'm going to date myself right here. Um, I ran into oh. a girl once with a Zanga. Wow. And uh, she was nuts. So I assumed that everyone on Zanga is like crazy people. I mean, or was back in 2005. <laughs> I think that one an- anecdote is a uh, good support for your theory. Mm. I just learned something about Tom from MySpace. What He's real. Okay. He's real, and he um, he went to he studied English and rhetoric at the University of California, Berkeley, prior to becoming the lead singer of a band called Swank. Mm. That sounds like a good uh, summary for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there anything else about? Did he invent MySpace? He did invent MySpace, um, and I closed I closed the tab. Oh, okay. So yeah, long, so we got to buckle down and get let's, serious about this podcast. Let's say hello to our guest. Hello. Hello. Intro I am Buster yourself. 
Budster. Intro myself. I am Buster <laughs> Hudson, and I am super, super excited to be here. Yay! I, uh, I've been listening to your podcast, and I just want to let you know that just sitting here listening to you guys, it feels like I'm listening to your podcast, so I might forget that I'm actually yeah. in the podcast. <laughs> okay, might... Don't forget to speak. I feel like you're not the first person who said that. I think yeah, I said that else. on the Carolyn episode. <laughs> was that the exactly one where you were like really ill i had a headache and i was like i'm yeah. just gonna listen to the podcast and you guys can talk uh but that doesn't work today because buster no. you're on to show us a game that you made i made a game who would have thought and um this game i believe might have won a competition <laughs> You believe it might have? I believe it might have won. Well, you are incorrect because it did not win uh, any oh, competition. It did not win any competition. It won oh. the Ryan Veter Exposition for Good Interactive Fiction. That's right. The Quadrennial. Yeah. Um, which I guess I can indulge myself in explaining that uh, in 2016 and indeed every leap year after that, um, I did or will do a uh, exposition of good interactive fiction where I entreat all producers of IF to create games that I will like and that will please me. And then I uh, am the sole judge of whether they have succeeded. And in the 2016, uh, the exposition from this year, which was also the first quadrennial exposition, uh, the winning game, the game that was better than all the games, uh, was Buster's Game. And uh, why don't you tell Foo-foo. us a, a bit about that game? Sure, Fufu, which, for the record, is an amazing title. I disagree. For- yeah. <laughs> Interactive yeah. fiction. Um, so I decided to uh, base a game on a old nursery rhyme, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Uh, from you know that I remember from being a kid, and uh, decided to incorporate. You know, some a few references to Ryan Veter's games in this game. Uh, one or two. One or two, or five, or, you know, <laughs> all of them. Uh, and uh, then I put it together and submitted it, and for some reason, Ryan thought it was better than all the others, and uh, here we are. Well, you understood something that not all... Uh, what do I call the people who enter? Entrance? Entrance. Anonymous <laughs> Entrance. Uh, not, you under, under, understood something that not all the other entrants, now no longer anonymous, understood, uh, which is that to win this exposition, uh, to produce the game that I like better than all the other games, you have to appeal to my ego and just point <laughs> all of your energy in that direction. <laughs> See, when I, when I wrote it, I was actually quite torn about whether... I was appealing to the ego or I was blatantly ripping off your work and mm. shoving it into work and trying to call it my own. And I didn't know if you would say, well, you know, it was good or no, it wasn't good, but he just pretty much took my ideas and stuck it in a game and, and, you know, tried to call it his own. And we don't <laughs> like that here at the Ryan Peter expedition exposition. Um, I, I guess I like someone else, who isn't as self-obsessed as I am might look at it that way. But uh, when people rip off my stuff, 
which has only happened in this game, I guess, I actually am super flattered and giggly. I remember playing it, playing through this and freaking out at how much I liked it. <laughs> well, that's good. And you do realize that the next exposition mm-hmm. is going to be strictly a whole lot of Ryan Beater games mashed up in, and mixed up together. Yeah, and uh, that's fine by me because it's my goal to uh, induce 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 people to create games that I like. <laughs> well, it's a winning formula, and uh, I'm glad <laughs> to have discovered it. And I'm glad it's not every year, so... Uh, I don't have to worry about entering for another four years, but I'll probably just, you know, let someone else run with it. Can I just say that this entire podcast has been on the verge of hovering around Ryan's navel for episodes, <laughs> and now we have just disappeared. Like, I think we might have emerged out, like, out of your kidneys at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I used to be <laughs> self-conscious about that. I used to think, oh, geez, this game is all, or this this podcast is all about me and how I want people to come on the podcast and play my games. And uh, isn't it great that I'm great and Jenny is there too? Um, <laughs> so well, I don't know. That's what fame does to you. Well, that's what it's being like, great does. Well, true. Um, it's like uh, music artists have the first or second album is like oh, here's my struggle. And then once they're famous and they're drawing from their life experiences, all they have to draw on is how wonderful life is and how mm-hmm. great they have it. And then that's why like later albums, they're just like, oh, everything's great. I have so much money. Look at all my bling and my mansions. Yeah. Mm. So this is the beginning of the end for Clash of the Titans. Exactly, exactly. And maybe future running theater games. I think, uh, oh, did you want to play one of my games? We can play one of your games. It depends on if we have time, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, mine's kind of long, but we'll, we'll just your... we'll run through it really fast so we can get to the good stuff. <laughs> okay, that's that's that, that's fine with me. All right. Um, was there anything else? Shall to we say? begin? I I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's it. Let's yeah, let's begin. Sure, I know that I some of your podcasts you like to you know sometimes there's a good half hour or forty five minutes and then you're like oh. We have a game to play, I Yeah, think. I think we yeah, screwed up here by not going on enough digressions before we started the yeah. game. That's when when all the games are not about Ryan. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just want to say I have played to a certain point in this game, and then I got stuck. Okay. So I have played some of this game, but not finished it. And I have Ryan, finished have this finished game, it? but there were some like extra things that I really wanted to find but didn't and then I got distracted by playing all the other games. So well, we have to find those things tonight. So this will take four find... hours. <laughs> this could take all night. <laughs> it's we're kind of like auditing a game overnight. Oh. <laughs> now Buster, you haven't been on the podcast before, so you don't understand <laughs> that when you do a callback to something we mentioned in the first two minutes of the call, that means that I have to re- include everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> you can maybe like cut it out and have one of those awkward jumps. I would have to, yeah, I would have to cut out where you said audit or something overnight. Uh, that would be where I put in the theme song. Oh, gotcha. Well, that works. Yeah. 
That should be the the theme song right there. Hey, is that our theme song? Or is that a different theme song? I we haven't. I I was thinking we hadn't done this podcast in a while. Like I was like, wow, we're finally getting back to doing a Clash episode. And but like the last time we were recording, um, we were talking about Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, we were. Oh, it was with uh, Chandler. With Chandler, yeah. Uh, And Pokemon Go has only been around for like two months. So I guess it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you were saying about like a computer, stupid computer game. I was? You were going to like start playing something and we were going to clash oh, with Oh, I was going to start playing something. I oh. already forgot. I'm glad you were right. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and got distracted. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll get going. Okay. <clears throat> Little bunny Fufu went hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Down came the good fairy, and she said, Little bunny Fufu, I don't want to see you, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I'll give you one more chance, or I'll turn you into a goon. Author unknown. Press any key to begin. Press it. Press in. Okay. A tremendous pounding disturbs you from your slumber. For the love of Gaia, how much did you drink last night? You piece the evening back together. A late day at work, a rainy commute, ramen for dinner, a plotless bodice ripper for dessert. You were too long between the steamy parts when you fell asleep. So nothing. Not even the usual two count of mint schnapps in your tea. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, it's the front door. Studio apartment. You climb out of bed into your own little slice of heaven. Maybe someday you'll get out of here. The rain is heavy against the window. Oh, man. Command prompt. Probably, like, examine me. Examine me. Penguins. Your favorite pajamas are covered in adorable penguins. (laughs) Oh. When you're alone, they make you smile. You smile every night before bed. It's good for you. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, what's my inventory? Inventory. This is a one-room you... escape game, and I need to know what kind of <laughs> screwdriver you are wearing I have. Your pa- you are wearing your pajamas. Knock, knock, knock. Can I take off the pajamas? Uh, take off pajamas. You'd rather not. Knock, knock, knock. You can examine the penguins, too, I believe. (gasps) Yes, that. Besides being adorable, there's not much more to say about them. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) I guess we can technically examine the penguins. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually based on actual pajama pants that I have with little dancing penguins all over them. Good stuff. I draw on a lot of reality for my games, so. Yeah. There's some references in here. Uh, do you live in the studio apartment? 
I do not actually live in a studio apartment, but it's probably small enough to be a studio apartment. Just There's knock just, the walls down. Yeah, just knock a wall down and then be a studio. Do yeah, you... Uh, was there ever rain pounding on your window? There is rain pounding on my window all the time. Oh, man. That would be so conducive to writing. It's it's good. I don't even have to put on, like, rainy mood. I can just, you know, sit in my studio apartment. and I like to put on cool jazz, too. Like, for this, particularly, like, just having some kind of, like, trumpet in the background with mm. the rain, it, it puts you right in the mood for some uh, noir writing. What makes jazz cool? I don't know. The station on Pandora is literally called Cool Jazz. Jazz. Huh. Yeah. And All it's right. got like that really slow, you know, it's not smooth jazz. It's not like saxophone. It's like trumpet and like a gentle, you know, snare and some piano and it's all good. Because like hot jazz would be like... Blah, 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 hot blah. jazz. Yeah, I think that when they say hot and cool, they're actually talking about the tempo. That is exactly how hot jazz goes. So. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> pretty much actually there's a i learned a lot about jazz just from the names of pandora stations <laughs> they have like, they have hot club jazz and latin jazz and bebop and i'm like what's the difference and you could just listen to the different stations and then go i know a lot more about jazz now huh, huh. we're missing out we're a bunch of yeah let's let's examine the window yeah Examine window. It's dark. It's dark outside. The rain obscures everything. Knock, knock, knock. Let's open the door. (laughs) (laughs) Open door. You fumble with the locks until you get the door open. A very wet rabbit shivers on the other side. Not again. Really, Fufu? You make no attempt to hide your frustration. Couldn't this wait till morning? The rabbit hops inside, pushing past your outstretched arm. Please, Miss Fairy, he begs. You're my only hope. I kind of also like channeled a little Who Framed Robert Roger Rabbit. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a I good movie. Didn't realize how Who Framed Roger Rabbit this game is, but it totally is. Yeah, yeah. You're very much looking for the rabbit who got framed. So, although that might be a spoiler, I'm sorry. Oh no. Just, Maybe bleep that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, you have some dialogue options. I can't bleep, bleep the name of the movie. Well, no. Just, just the, I don't know. Maybe just the spoiler. Maybe we need to start the whole podcast over. <laughs> Maybe we need to not reference anything anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, you do exist? <laughs> only if you're self-referential. Just... Don't be self-referential and you'll be fine. That means we can't talk about Ryan's navel anymore. Oh, no. That was the one joy in my life. <laughs> it's so round. <laughs> uh, what does the game say? Was there text in the game? Get back to the game. <laughs> There's some text here. You have some dialogue options. Ooh. Um, that's Detective Fairy to you. Tell me you didn't bop again, or you're dripping all over my carpet. Hmm. We need to decide, because there's opportunities for role-playing in this game. There is. There yeah. Is. So we need to decide yeah. who we are. 
Who are we, Ryan? Uh, well, we're uh, like a detective fairy. Um, mm-hmm. We like uh, plotless bodice rippers, plotless bomber rippers. Plobaris. Um, Plobaba rippers. Plobaba rippers. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and we uh, penguins. So I penguins. think that we're like uh, because we enjoy sleeping so much, mm-hmm. and because uh, we went out of our way to talk about uh, reading these cheap romance novels for dessert. I think that we actually don't like our job, right? And uh, we uh, like we feel like we're stuck in this detective racket. And um, we. So does that does that manifest in us being kindly, or does that manifest in us being incredibly cranky? I think at this stage, because sleeping is the only respite we get from horrible hard boiledness, uh, uh-huh. that like we would be <laughs> just uh, super ticked off at this rabbit for waking us up. Okay. But in like, if we were in a better mood, um, we would be a lot more easygoing because like the whole idea of being a hard bitten detective doesn't really. Okay. Yeah. Good. I feel like we should soften up over the course of this conversation as we wake up more. There we go. Yeah. I like this. What was, what was option one again? That's detective fairy to you. That's we wouldn't say that. How about you're dripping all over my carpet? You want to choose that one? Yeah. Okay. You're dripping all over my carpet. Don't turn me in. Fufu struggles to hold himself together. It's just like last time. One minute, I'm hopping down Lumpen Lane, and the next, I'm in the forest, looking down at a... His brittle words crumble into full-fledged sobs. You reluctantly hand him a tissue. He blows it to shreds. <laughs> now, there's only one dialogue option here, so we're kind of stuck with it. But okay. it's... Someone's got to know what happened to you. What we need is a witness, and I know just where to look. Uh, then we have a little break with some asterisks to denote a new scene. Sure. Ooh, okay. I've, I've um, seen that in, like, books. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by morning, the summer sun is busy hiding the evidence of the previous night's storm. You step through a lingering puddle and over the police barricade to where Murphy is waiting. Good, you're here, he says. That's your name, Good Fairy, Senior Detective. <laughs> Though it's good that you're here, too. Makes for <laughs> awkward moments when your arrival is not so good. We got an anonymous tip that Fufu's hiding in this part of Fieldtown. Murphy continues before popping in a few more sticks of chewing gum. He's the kind of rookie who chews more gum than he can handle. And no, that's not just an expression. There's way too much gum in his mouth right now. <laughs> It's freaking dead end, and there's no way he's getting by me and Big Tommy. He pats his magic wand and grins slightly. Press any key to continue. Bam. Bam. Foo Foo, an interactive fiction by Buster Hudson. Release 1, serial number 160401, inform 7, build 6L38I6 slash V6 spot 33 LIB 6 twelfths N. Nice. That was the best banner reading we've ever had on this podcast. I Buster. totally agree. I have practiced <laughs> knowing full well it was coming. Actually, one of my testers um, for the game was brand new to interactive fiction. And I said, why don't we just 
I read it to you over Skype. Um, so I've actually read the game oh. over Skype oh, nice. before once. Yeah. I love that you're doing the voices. Yes. I <laughs> I definitely was like, like we'd make it a little more interesting. And uh, I also, when I write, I hear the voices in my head. So it just makes it a little easier, I think. Gets the creative juices flowing. <clears throat> um, by the post box. Aging row houses, broken sidewalk, flickering street lamp. It's lump and lane, all right. Not much has changed, except maybe that poster. That's new. A police barricade keeps onlookers out, and more importantly, everyone else in. Usually. The road heads east from here. Meanwhile, Murphy leans against a public post box, chewing loudly. You know you can open the post box any time to bring the investigation to a premature close. Nobody at headquarters knows you hit the rabbit, and you intend to keep it that way for as long as it takes to prove his innocence. Okay. Command prompt. Okay. Uh, let's examine that poster. Salmon poster. It's a picture of a smiling, well-dressed couple holding hands and leaning into one another. The two are emerging from a white townhouse on a tree-lined cobblestone road, papered with autumn leaves. Large, elaborate cursive reads, coming soon to Lumpen Lane, Alabaster Estates, contemporary luxury, comfortable living. Command prompt. That's so well, that ominous. horrible. Yeah. Gentrification. I've seen Chinatown. <laughs> I haven't. Oh. Then you're not going to understand at the end of this game where she says, forget Fufu. This is... <laughs> what's the name of the town? Uh, uh, Field Town? Field Town. Field Town. And then there's no, a crane shot. Oh, man. Man's inhumanity to man. <laughs> I will understand when they find the giant rabbit statue of liberty. <laughs> will you? <laughs> yes. Um, I didn't put that in the game, but probably should have in retrospect. Well, when you do, uh, when you do like the feelies, and you have to include the map of the whole town. Uh, mm. That's a perfect place for it. And you have to include, yeah. like, the all, every neighborhood, including the 90 neighborhoods that aren't in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a feely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention to you guys, too. This is the... Uh, I re-released the game for Spring Thing. <laughs> so this, we're actually playing the Spring Thing version and not the version from... I the noticed session. that. Did you add the part in the studio apartment? No, that was in there. That happened before? Yeah. Um, In the exposition version, um, it didn't have your name in the uh, banner, obviously. And there was also a a note at the beginning that was like, (laughs) Ryan, I like your games a lot. And this is like a bunch of, this is inspired by like these, the following games. And, um, like, when I read that specific part, I was not enthused. I was like, why are you, why are you telling me this? Um, and so I thought it was going to be a bad game. And then I <laughs> actually played the game, and it was amazing. That was me showing how torn I was. Was like, well, maybe if I just include, like, this thing at the beginning. If you do the, the disclaimer exactly. to, uh, you know, cover yourself. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think that... Um, and we're going to need more evidence uh, from 
I don't know where else we would get this kind of evidence. But I think generally in art, um, I don't know. Jenny, what do you think? Should you start out with, like, not necessarily an, an apology, but an explanation? I know that I have been yelled at by a poetry teacher for doing that. Describe the event in detail. Um, I didn't know what to write a poem about, so I wrote a poem and called it something like, Josh, I don't know what I want to write this poem about. Oh, okay. And then I basically wrote the poem that I would have written and if it, I hadn't it, said that. It's not like the whole poem was about not knowing what to write about, right? No, it was just, it was like wrapped in this envelope. Yeah. Yeah, of like... Because I tried writing like 50 poems, and then I basically just said what was on my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, okay, like, get get rid of the metal air. It's shitty. <laughs> Other than that, your poem's fine. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think that, like, typically that that kind of thing um that exterior ex explanation of the work is uh unnecessary and can detract from the experience but i don't think it actually implies anything about the work yeah yeah um, i mean it's not it's not the province of the work to describe that stuff right like that's that's like a commentary well i don't know um the uh your miltons and your dantes would start out by saying this is the poem i am about to write and you might not like it but it is right because it had to rhyme but they rhymed right with right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean frankenstein is basically i haven't read that book in forever but i feel like it opens with a an entire letter Oh, and a like, lot of old you might not believe that. the things that I'm about to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. But let me, uh, yeah. Yeah, let me assure you that they are, in fact, true. And let me provide some completely, like, pointless context about having heard them from a guy in a pub. Yes. And then I went to investigate them myself, and I discovered. And when I found him, he was dying, and he looked very pale, and he confessed the entire story to me, and I'm going to write it down. Someday. <laughs> I feel yeah. like the Princess Bride, the novel also did Oh, that. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was like, this is actually an old book that my grandpa read me. And I cut out, oh, it's just the good parts, I think, was what the Princess Bride was. Oh. And I was completely convinced as a kid that <laughs> the real book was out there. <laughs> and I just had to find it because I wanted to read the original. Yeah. And, you know, this was also like pre-internet, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where are you going to find that? Where was I going to find it? I was like, librarian, why do you only have, like, <laughs> the abridged version? Yeah. I don't know if I thought that, but I definitely believed his characterization of his childhood and then was, like, really disappointed to read some autobiographical stuff later that was like, oh, yeah, like, uh, his dad was actually an alcoholic. Oh. Oh. And his childhood was much more terrible than that. Oh. 
Yeah, sorry. What's this game? This this is a fun oh. game that we're playing called Foo Foo. Anyway, <laughs> this is a good game. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, uh, so... let, let me let me uh, go back to the thing that I derailed this with. Are there any other changes? Are there like bug fixes or substantive changes? There are or bug fixes. There are bug fixes. Um, there are a few substance changes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually did another few rounds of testing for Spring Thing that caught a few more things, um, and it was actually nice to have your exposition as kind of like a deadline and then have a good solid like two months to get it in shape for something else, which is usually I leave things to the week before. So it was kind of, I think it helped it a lot. Uh, Yeah, because you never like when you never have the the time for really solid beta testing because you want the game this pre-tested thing to be ready in time for the deadline and you're like well i'll give myself a week before the deadline to do beta testing and and your testers aren't available so i bet that was really nice you're welcome yeah oh thank you so um this game the one that you're playing is gonna be you know everyone can play this one but it might be a little new some parts of it but not not tremendously um but i also kind of like that you know, the one that you played was kind of, is kind of now lost to history. It, you saw it, the one person who needed to see it saw it, and now, you know, we've moved on. Oh, it's still, I think I still have a copy. Of yeah, my I, have, I have the file. Or I you could just go, like, put it online. Yeah, and watch yeah it. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I feel like, so, um, was it Porpentine who made a game that was only available for, like, a month and then took it off as kind of, like, a statement? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that, you know, there's a whole discussion in the community about archiving and keeping it available for the future, but I kind of like the idea that some games you play and then that's it, they move on, and it's been an experience. I'm working on something where, um, I, I, I'm not sh- I don't think I'm actually going to do this part, but uh, it's a, a kind of game that you're supposed to come back to repeatedly, and... Um, it's in your browser and um, when it like is remembering what happened previous times and I think or the idea I had was that after you win um, th- if you try to load up the game again it says no it's over nice oh and then you have to go into your um, your cookies to delete yeah, it and just delete the <laughs> you start over yeah uh, so, don't I? I'll cut that part out. <laughs> cut out my parts, the part that I want cut out. Um, uh, I'll promise not to reference it. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, anyway, we're playing a game. This is yes. good podcast. Welcome this to the good. Clash <laughs> of the Titans. Um, we were in the first location. We looked at a poster, and we were like, uh, uh, Chinatown. And then we, uh, there's a guy with bubblegum. What's in my inventory? Inventory. You are carrying your badge, a mugshot. Okay, and the mugshot, if I examine the mugshot. Examine mugshot. It's a photo of Fufu from the second time you brought him in, then let him go with a warning. He claimed he had no memory of bopping anyone, and like the do-gooder you are, you believed him. The problem is, you staked your reputation on those extra chances, and now he's gone and bopped again. 
The chief promised the whole affair would go away if you make the rabbit a goon by sundown, but that won't have to happen if you can prove his innocence first. Make him a goon? And, well, there's actually a little asterisk next to the goon. <laughs> okay, and sorry. there's a footnote here that says, fairies no longer turn criminals into goons as punishment. The practice was archaic and, more often than not, counterproductive. Now criminals are sensibly put in prison, but the old fairy phrasing stuck. Oh, I was going to oh, say, because so I don't remember turning anyone into a goon. Yeah, basically, it, uh, it's a now a euphemism for throwing someone in prison. Gotcha. So, what is a goon? I leave that open to interpretation, at least in terms of what you used to turn criminals into. But, but it was know. counterproductive. You know what it is, though. You know in your I... head... You've seen the oh, goon. I never <laughs> actually put much thought into it. I was like, it's, you know, I'll leave that open. I'm just going to, it could be all kinds of things. And that mystery, I think, I, I like it. See, we're yeah, very different hear. artists because <laughs> I, would, I would say, I'm going to leave it open to interpretation by the reader. And then I would spend my nights thinking about what a goon is. And I would eventually decide on the truth and then I would, wouldn't tell anybody mm. <laughs> no I like keeping mysteries from myself ooh yeah we should try it sometime okay can we examine our badge you can your police badge FPD good fairy senior detective it's very official cool do we have a badge number uh, no, I did not write one. Hmm. That's unrealistic. Yeah. The mimesis is terrible in this game. <laughs> um, we'll probably come back and talk to Kendall later. Uh, Kendall? So that's my name for the bubblegum guy whose name I forgot. Oh, uh, Murphy. Murphy? Yeah. Uh, we'll go east. Okay. Good old field town. It was once a field, but now it's a town. Field town. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan of that sentence. Outside, get your nibbles. You stroll down the sidewalk past the derelict row houses to a small joint called Get Your Nibbles. Come to think of it, you've been up most of the night. Maybe they serve coffee. The entrance is to the north while the road continues east. Uh, we should probably go in. Okay. North. Inside, get your nibbles. No coffee. Should have grabbed a cup of the slap they call coffee back at the station. You scope out the joint. If it weren't for the display case of whatever they do serve here, possibly mud logs, you'd have mistaken this place for a toy store. The walls are painted a cheery yellow and lined with shelves full of toys. Cuddly toys. Wait a minute. The stuffed rabbits along one of the shelves looks curiously like Fufu. You are about to lean in for a closer look when a green fairy appears from behind the counter. Nice shoes, stranger, she says, smirking. <laughs> Holly. I had help picking them out, you say, tipping your hat. Of course she's still as good-looking as ever. What's it been, ten years since you were both on wish duty? Play it cool, good. Play it cool. You've got some dialogue options. One, how you been? Two, so what kind of tea party you got going on here? Or three, I'm looking for a rabbit. Hmm. How we want to play this, Ryan? 
Um, I feel like um, I'm sorry. Did the did the previous paragraph establish that she's our ex? Um, it intimates that, but okay. yes. Um, well, I would know anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that um, in this case, we would pretend to be very focused on our job to mm-hmm. uh, like evade the situation. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we would pick the third dialogue option. Looking for a rabbit. I'm His looking name for is a rabbit. Roger. You hand her the mugshot of Fufu. She looks it over briefly before returning it to you, shaking her head. Sorry, I haven't seen him. That's Fufu, right? I heard what happened. It's all over the papers. Those poor, poor mice. We have reason to believe he's in the area. <laughs> I'll be sure to let you know if I see him, she says. Uh, so you're back to how you been. So what kind of tea party you got going on here? And I've got work to do. Hmm. Oh, let's ask her how she's been. Okay. I would never ask an ex how she's been. <laughs> I know. That's why you and I are different people. That's not why we're different people. That's not why that's we're just different people? That's just evidence that we might be different people. Oh, that's that's not the deciding point that made us different people. When time began, there was Ryan and there was Jenny, <laughs> and uh, they, they could not be told apart. And then they found an ex of theirs, and Ryan was like, Wait, <laughs> and Jenny so, was like, "What are you doing?" So both of you and have from- the same ex in this scenario. Yeah, well, we were the same person, so of course we'd have the same ex. I think we might have had different exes, but they were indistinguishable. Oh. <laughs> That's confusing. Uh, anyway, let's ask her how we've been, cause, or how she's been, because I want to get some smooches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. Like, how you been? Oh, that's, sorry, I got to do that in my voice. <clears throat> how you been? This is Field Town. You know how it is. I do what I can. She moistens her lips. <laughs> how about you? I heard you joined the FPD. Keeping tabs on me, you ask, leaning in closer. As I recall, it used to be the other way around. Times change. Yeah, they do. <laughs> she, looks a- <laughs> she looks away at something that isn't you. Silence. Uh, yeah, Mr. Oh, just got, got very thick Hmm. Yeah. What are our options? Uh, so, what kind of tea party you got going on here? And I've got work to do. I guess I will. I will be the part of our uh, personality that is uh, terrified of this woman, and I will. Okay, so let's just go. Yeah, I've got work to do. Got work to do. I've got work to do. Sure. Okay. As you turn to leave, she grabs your coat. Hey, look, just let's talk again soon, okay? You nod. I'd like that. Inside, get your nibbles. Uh, If it weren't for the display case of possibly mud logs, you'd have mistaken this place for a toy store. The walls are painted a cheery yellow and lined with shelves full of cuddly toys. The stuffed rabbits look curiously like foo-foo. The exit to the south and the closed door to the north connects to what must be the kitchen. Holly smiles at you from behind the counter. I want to examine those stuffed rabbits. 
salmon stuffed rabbits. I hope I put synonyms in here. Yeah, definitely not real, but the resemblance to Fufu is uncanny. Hmm, suspicious. Are there any clues in here? I don't see any clues. Uh, we should get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. We're probably not going to get any coffee. So, outside, get your nibbles. A small food joint is sandwiched between the derelict warehouses. Its entrance to the north. Lumpen Lane runs east and west. Uh, we should go east. East. Outside, Feckless Pawn. The road passes in front of a pawn shop to the north before curving southeast. You stop and stare at the storefront. Yep, still a dump. One of the first cases you closed as a detective involved busting the owner, Domingo, for the distribution of illegal cheeses. The prohibition <laughs> has lasted nearly a decade now, and most of what your department does anymore is take down the budding cheesemongers hoping to make a quick dollar. You're not looking forward to a reunion with this particular crime rat. Most of what your department does anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. Where are you... Where where did you grow up? Uh, where did Good Fairy grow up? Where did Buster Hudson grow up? Oh, uh, New Jersey. Hmm. Okay. That was a hmm, and then a change to a new <laughs> change to a new topic. That appears to be an example of positive anymore. Um, although the sentence structure is. Uh, possibly convoluted enough that it doesn't qualify. I'm not an expert, but um, Mm -mm. sentences like um, Blockbuster Video has a terrible selection anymore are uh, not grammatical in all dialects of English, and I was led to believe that in fact this formation was localized to the state of Iowa or around there. It definitely doesn't sound wrong to me. No. Um, in the way that Blockbuster Video has a terrible selection anymore. Does. Oh, okay. Huh. So that the Blockbuster sentence. The Blockbuster go away, listeners. Wrong. I'm doing linguistics. Um, okay. <laughs> the Blockbuster sentence sounds wrong to you. Buster, yeah, does it sound wrong your, to you? All your department does anymore mm-hmm. sounds Fine, and I'm not entirely sure what the difference is. Um, well, it's a syntactic difference. Okay. Uh, Buster, what do you think about the bu- blockbuster sentence? I, I wasn't crazy about it. I don't know. That one didn't work for me. But right. reading this sentence, I feel like it works. Um, the the uh, all your department does anymore sentence? Yeah. Most of what your department does anymore is take down the budding cheese. That workers. is... Because that sentence is equivalent to uh, taking down cheese mar- mongers is all your department does anymore, uh-huh. and that, that that probably sounds fine to you, right? Yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I'll just blame my high school. It's fine. <laughs> huh. This is what I would you- be writing a paper on my dissertation would be unpositive anymore if I were doing my PhD. Uh. But I'm not. I'm on a podcast. Okay, listeners, come back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what would you like to do outside Feckless Pawn? Go inside of Feckless Pawn. 
go inside. Inside Feckless Pawn. The dusty shop is chock full of useless junk or valuable antiques, depending on your point of view. Yours is the former. Domingo looks up from his book, which he shoves into his desk as you approach. I'd like to say it's good to see you good, but we both know better. Where are these voices oh. coming from? <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> also, your name is confusing. Have you thought about changing it yet? Have you given up the cheese racket yet? Ouch. That's a deep cut, good. Haven't touched this stuff since my release. Scout's on a... He holds a few fingers up in the air, then draws them across his neck. I don't think that's how you begin, <laughs> having been a fairly fairy scout in your tender years, but you're swiftly interrupted. I don't care what you think. They didn't come from me. And if you so much as lay a little blue finger on me, I'll have my lawyers. Now it's your turn to interrupt him. Take it easy, Pops. What didn't come from you? The cheese, he roars, slamming his fists onto the desk. That's why you're here to arrest me. You are, in fact, not here to arrest him, and your stunned silence is the only correcting he seems to need. His snout stretches into a nervous smile. Uh, nice weather we're having, ain't it? Uh, so you have dialogue options. Um, now I've got to ask, what's this about cheese? Have you seen this rabbit? Or I'm going to look around. Um, I don't think we're the type to, uh, like, switch gears and go after the cheese. Okay, yeah, if we if we hate our job as a detective, mm-hmm. then let's just, yeah. Although the cheese might have something to do with foo-foo. It might, but, I mean, that's but we have an no external, that's our reader's genre-savvy perspective. I was also thinking if we were uh, like a good detective who cared about being a detective. Um, I don't think that a good detective assumes that everything might be connected. Uh, I guess I don't know anything about non-fictional detectives. Yeah, me neither. So you're probably wow. right. Yeah. Is Sherlock Holmes fictional? Uh, yeah. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. is real. <laughs> oh, is true I, detective uh, fictional? Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. misleading. I know. They should make them change the name. Real Housewives of Orange County. That's real. Okay, They're real. We could, we Are should make detectives? real detectives of Orange County. There you oh go. Oh my goodness. Then we would I'd know. I'd watch that and I don't even have television. That's a million dollar idea right hey, there. Hey, good yeah. job, Jenny. Thanks. Got around to mentioning that you don't have television. <laughs> <laughs> You know. <laughs> um, so, uh, what what were the other two choices that weren't about cheese? Um, have you seen this rabbit? And I'm going to take a look around. Um, I'm going to take a look around. Okay. I'm going to take a look around. You break it, you buy it. Inside Feckless Pawn. Uh, the dusty shop is chock full of useless junk or valuable antiques, depending on your point of view. Yours is the former, though you never know. There could be something of use around here. Wink, wink. Mm. There's nothing yeah, there, but that's a hint. If, <laughs> uh, the entrance to the south leads back to the street. Domingo eyes you from his desk beneath a portrait of a pirate rat. Oh, man. Portrait. So we're not... We're not enumerating all the Ryan references. Should we leave that as an exercise to the listener? I feel like this podcast is almost an hour long already. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Reader, it's on you. Um, 
we should um, look at the portrait, though. Okay. <laughs> Examine the portrait. The oil painting depicts a rat pirate, or a pirate rat, whichever is the appropriate term. <laughs> Domingo catches you looking up at it. That's my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Captain Vinatieri. Sank every ship he ever sailed and still turned a profit. Now that's how you run a business. He salutes the portrait before returning to his work. Are, are rats Ferengi? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe in this universe. Um, take portrait. It's too far away. Oh. Okay. Uh, that sounded like you saying that and not the game. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll make sure to... Well, no, you don't have to do voices. that. But, but it, I, I had this image of you, like, trying to, like, like you were having trouble typing the thing, the command into the game, <laughs> and then you gave up and you were like, it's, it's too far away. It's too far away. Um, no, I get the hint. Um, let Examine the junk. Let's... Let's find some junk. junk. You survey the piles of junk for items of interest. Let's see. There's an old goblet, an ornate vase, a faded tapestry, a painted idol, and a curved dagger stuck in a wall. I hate that dagger. <laughs> that dagger was a terrible choice. <laughs> these, uh, these items might be familiar to some people who might have played through your catalog of games. Yes. And um, they would know that some of these items are better than others. Um, yes, but that's true. In the interest of time, I'm pretty sure uh, the only useful one is the n- dagger. Am I right about that? That is correct. Uh, then let's uh, let's probably we can just pull the dagger out of the wall, right? That's a good that. assumption, right there. Yeah. Just pull that dagger right out of the if wall. If it got in, it can get out. So, oh, there's a, a little dialogue first. It's a rare sacrificial dagger from uh, the Mayans, Domingo says as you inspect the dagger. Definitely the Mayans. Anyway, since we're such good friends and all, I'll let you have it for free. Of course, that's if you can pull it from the wall. Since there's a roughly 1 in 18 chance you can do it, I ain't too worried about losing it. His smile lingers a little too long. You are actually lucky that I let this game win, because now I'm angry. Um, <laughs> Do I throw I, your mistakes in your face? So I also did additional research um, playing your games again, just, you know, when I was doing this. Why, and, thank you. Uh, but then I was like, oh, that's right, he fixed it. So I went back to the um, the Club Floyd transcript to read through that. And that dagger scene is quite humorous in the trub in the in, in the, the club, club yeah 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 it's pretty amusing um and they didn't even get the high score no there was a good effort though yeah i think that um i think that because that was a 13 comp right i think that Veritaire probably and i probably said this when we did that episode uh, probably got played for more hours total than any other game in the comp. Do you think that's right? Just because yeah. people kept on beating their heads against it? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to optimize. So um, I probably like probably won that comp. Um, yeah, we can we can go back and you know rewrite history for that. That's fine. So it's, say, say it. Oh, that you won the comp? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Veter <laughs> won the comp. Which one? Comp thirteen. I have comp thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Ryan Veter yeah. won comp thirteen. Ryan Veter won comp thirteen. I'd like to hear Jenny say it too. I don't think I want to be a party to whatever is going on. Wait, who won? Who did win Comp Thirteen? Uh, that was Coloratura. Oh, I take that back. Coloratura won oh. Comp Thirteen. <laughs> Victory Ryan, was in that my was grasp. A really good game. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't think that having us say on the podcast that you won Comp Thirteen actually makes you have won Comp Thirteen. I do think that as editor of this podcast, I can splice out the parts <laughs> that I like and I throw away the, the parts that I don't like. Jenny, I, as a matter of fact, I believe that he can cut the words of you saying the different words and splice it yeah. together so it sounds like you said he won yep. come 13. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I've fallen into his trap. Mm-hmm. He's like the Gabriel Knight of this podcast. <laughs> Okay, what were we doing in this game? We were, in the uh, oh, we were we trying to get the, the thing, and then I think, did we even try pulling on the dagger yet? No. So the first thing when you do pull the dagger is he tells you, oh, you can have it for free if you manage to pull it from the wall. So, so now you can I, try now. I pull it. I take the yeah. dagger. Uh, you pull on the handle of the dagger, but it remains stuck in the wall. Domingo chokes on a snort. I hope he chokes to death. <laughs> um uh well we'll figure out a way to get the dagger. Yeah. Yeah. That might be wise. Um so we'll go we'll leave here. We'll go south. South, outside Feckless Pawn, you stand outside your least favorite pawn shop. The entrance to the store is north, the road curves west and southeast. So go southeast. Southeast. Bend in the road. The sun hangs heavy in the eastern sky, hot and oppressive. The shade of an old boarded-up row house offers you some relief. The road wraps around it to the east. We'll, go, we'll probably go north into the row house. So go north? Yeah. Someone made sure no one gets in this way. Okay. We'll probably go northeast. Northeast. You can't go that way. Oh, wait. Which was the way? East? Uh, east, yeah. Okay. Uh, outside Cameracopia. A small camera shop to the north brings some charm to this part of Lumpen Lane. That is, aside from what might be the remains of the shop's front door littering the sidewalk, <laughs> the awning above you reads Finch and Ferns Cameracopia, next to a picture of a cornucopia overflowing with various types of cameras and camera accessories. The road in front runs east and west. Hmm. Let's go inside there. I forgot about this place. Inside Cameracopia. As you enter the shop, your shoe crunches on broken glass. A finch in an apron turns from where she's busy sweeping. It's about time, she says with an exasperated chirp. I called for help hours ago. Sorry, you say. I'm on a different case. Different case? What could be more important than this? She smokes. She point, points to the west. 
I'm sorry. I'm just completely making up words here. She, she to points the to the mess. She smokes to the west. I was like thinking in my head, I made her sound like a smoker. And <laughs> then, as I was reading, and that probably wasn't good. Um, she points to the mess. It's not pretty. Every camera, every shelf, every glass case, everything that could be smashed was. Go ahead and get started and let me know if you need anything else. Listen, uh, Mrs. Finch, you say. She rolls her eyes. No, honey, I'm Fern. This is Finch. She motions to the potted fern on the counter. That's not confusing. Uh, dialogue options. My what happened here? <laughs> I thought it would be funny in my head, like, oh, what if the Finch is named Fern, and what if the Fern is named Finch? Yeah, classic. I, yeah, I wanted to have that, like, uh, plant and animal that you had going on with Robin and Orchid. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened here? I'm actually looking for a rabbit and I'm going to look around. Um, I'm actually looking for a rabbit, which I am. Kind of. I'm actually looking for a rabbit. You hold out the mugshot of Fufu. She looks at it, confused. What does that have to do with the ghost? She asks. You blink. <laughs> what ghost? The ghost that terrorized us last night. She flails her wings in the air, then stops all at once. Her eyes widen in realization. You're not the exorcist I called for, are you? No, ma'am. Good fairy. Senior detective. You flash your FPD badge. Oh, great, she says. You get the feeling she's not that happy about it. Don't think I'm going to stop cleaning so you could do your CSI cop thing. This mess will take me all day. I won't get in your way. Uh, what happened here? Tell me about this ghost, or I'm going to look around. I don't know. I want to ask about the ghost, but I don't think it's in character, or at least not the character that I. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the character that we've decided on is just not interested in going down a lot of really interesting conversational roads. No, I don't think the character that you're playing is going to solve very much either. <laughs> 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 we could just ask her about the ghost yeah let's ask her about the ghost to distract us from our terrible job exactly yes. tell me about this ghost a real Jacob Marley if you ask me Fern says heard its chains rattling and rattling like it was going to rattle the whole building down we were here late developing film for one of our customers and after destroying our poor shop it tried to get into our dark room to get us if it wasn't for Finchie scaring it away with that old Edgerton flash he was fixing up, I don't know what would have happened to us. Did you see it, you ask? Only briefly, in the light of the flash. Endless loops of pure white. What do you think? I think you should file a police report. Fern frowns. It won't matter once the exorcist gets here, but you do what you want. Finch owns the building, and he's been under a lot of pressure to sell. There's a vaguely threatening note about it around here somewhere. If we don't get the ghost problem resolved, this might be the final nail in the coffin for us. What happened here? And I'm going to look around. Um, I'm going to look around because I'm going to find that vaguely threatening note. Yeah. And I'm going to All piece right. together a mystery. A mystery. Ooh. I'm going to look around. You know where to find me. And watch you don't cut yourself on any glass while you're poking around, she says before returning to her cleaning. Inside Camera You'd say the store was trying to convey church basement chic, except it looks like a tornado went through it. 
There's broken glass and camera parts and debris everywhere. Someone or something wasn't happy. To the east is a closed door. The way out is south. Fern is busy sweeping up broken glass. Finch is sitting quietly on the counter nearby. Um, we should go in the closed door to the east. East. First opening the side door. You try the door, but it's locked. That's our dark room. We're developing film right now, so we have to keep the door closed, Fern says. This is a police investigation. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, examine the mess. Yes. You search through the debris for some clues about the attacker. From beneath a pile of broken cameras, you pull out a small handwritten note. <gasps> oh, good. Sabato gave me that note about a week ago, Fern says. Can I have it, you ask? She waves a wing. I don't care what you do with it. You brush off the dust and bits of glass. I read the note. Read note. It says, Finch and Fern, my offer still stands. I suggest you take it. Sabato. <sighs> He's a bad guy. <gasps> yeah. I mean, even a character in the story can tell. <laughs> <laughs> The plot thickens. Um, I guess, uh, sorry, I gotta be right back. Jenny, you drive. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like we've maybe found the thing in the camera shop for right now. Oh, I think Brian's having a problem. uh, Hot jazz. (laughs) (laughs) okay um yeah let's let's back out of the camera shop back out of the camera shop okay and then where Uh, haven't we been yet buster so outside camera copia a small camera shop's up north the road in front runs east and west so there's still more east let's head on east head on east Outside Dinosaur Island, the shop's large bay window forces a colorful prehistoric scene onto the street. Felt dinosaurs are posed whimsically around pieces of cardboard painted to look like palm trees and boulders. A sign above the display reads, Welcome to Dinosaur Island. The shop's entrance is open to the north. Lumpen Lane continues east and west. Okay, we gotta go to Dinosaur Island. We have to go to Dinosaur Island. We gotta go to Dinosaur Island. Inside Dinosaur Island... The display from the window continues throughout the store's interior, surrounding the space with a Jurassic menagerie. The walls are covered with shelves upon shelves of felt dinosaurs. Incredibly, you can't find any two that look exactly alike. A blue (laughs) curtain has been hung in the rear of the shop to resemble a waterfall. Lumpen Lane is back to the south. Okay, let's examine dinosaurs. Examine dinosaurs. You admire one of the dinosaurs. It's sewn out of black and white cow print felt, about five fairy inches in size, with a lumpy head and googly eyes. It's posed <laughs> like it's sleeping. So did you uh, did you write a random dinosaur generator? It's a random dinosaur generator. <laughs> what? Yes. It's a random dinosaur generator. Ryan, you're back. Hi. All right. You wrote a random dinosaur generator? I know. There's a... In the Dinosaur Island store. Um... Isn't that hard? <laughs> I don't know, Ryan. You tell me. Um, well, 
I remember mine. How 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 many like what are the? Well, that, it, it, see, mine doesn't actually generate the physical dinosaur. Oh, it okay. just as you examine them, it randomly generates a description for the dinosaur that you're looking at. That's still a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> not compared to uh, you know generating physical object dinosaurs. And Real then drawing dinosaurs. them for people on Twitter. Oh man, remember that? That was so fun. Oh. I should do another thing where the, the game says contact me on Twitter and I'll draw stuff. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> I don't know what it would be if it weren't dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm. What else do you even like drawing? Winona writers? I can't draw Winona Ryder. Hmm. Um, I like drawing sharks. Sharks are cool. Do like sharks the are island cool. of sharks? Oh. <laughs> Would that be like a lake? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a regular island, and you would see the fins out there and the the water around you, and you'd be afraid to leave the island. Okay. Then you would starve oh, to death okay. because you were afraid of being eaten to death. That's ironic. Oh no! Oh no! Terrible. Anyway, what were we doing in Lava so Lava Island? I, I took us to Dinosaur Island mm-hmm. because yep, it was there and I wanted to look at cute dinosaurs. You made the right choice. Yes, exactly. Um, and there's a bunch of dinosaurs out here in the main storefront, which I think probably we could keep examining and getting random things. But there's also a blue curtain designed to look like a waterfall. Okay. So we should, we should probably go behind that curtain. Yeah, yeah. Um... So what command would you like me to use? Uh, go uh, to the curtain. Yeah. Uh, I think in, you can't go that way. Well, that's... Yeah, I think you have to, like, open the curtain first. Okay, let's open that. And curtain. You push the curtain aside, revealing a secret tunnel. <gasps> okay, let's enter the tunnel. Enter the tunnel. Workshop. The back room could use some tidying. Scraps of filter everywhere. A crooked cabinet leans against the wall in the corner. (laughs) The secret tunnel to the south leads to the retail area. A mouse sits in silence, staring at a dinosaur on the workbench. His name name tag says his name is Trex. (laughs) (laughs) That is a dinosaur sound. Yes. Wait, Uh, how do you know? That's one thing that I messed up with Dr. Wooby, I think, is that there weren't enough noises for the dinosaurs to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we examine the mouse? Yeah. Examine mouse. Brown fur, short whiskers, a pleasant but anxious disposition. That last one isn't so typical for a field mouse, the way the beat cops talk. Ah. Mm. This is a field mouse, one of those thingies... That little bunny Fufu was bopping. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm starting to piece together the pieces of this puzzle. <laughs> can we talk to this mouse? We can. Talk to mouse. The field mouse hasn't acknowledged you barging into his workshop. The fellow must be off. You clear your throat. <clears throat> Trex, I presume, you ask? He twitches and blinks several times, as if waking from a daydream. Oh, hello, he says. Sorry, I haven't been myself lately. Did you want to buy a dinosaur? 
You shake your head and pull out your badge. Good fairy, FPD. Uh, you have one dialogue option. Have you seen this rabbit? Okay, let's take it. Like that you hand him the photo of Fufu. He looks it over intensely. Mm. Yes, I do believe so, he says, handing it back. <laughs> Can you be more specific? Trex rubs his paws together nervously. Oh dear, it was last night just after sundown. I was closing my shop, and I could see him through the window talking with someone, but I couldn't see who. I'm not in trouble, am I? Not unless you're withholding any information. Did you hear the conversation? Trex shakes his head. No, I was too far away. He smiles with a sudden thought. My dinosaurs would have. Doohickey was in the window all night. He points to the red dinosaur on the workbench. Great. Uh, you have one option. I'll show myself out. <laughs> I choose that option. There you go. Uh, workshop. Uh, the back room could use some tidying, scraps of filter everywhere, crooked cabinet, secret tunnel, and Trex sitting in silence. Oh, we should Examine the mess cabinet? around with the cabinet, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing? Examine? Cabinet, cabinet. yeah. Cabinet. Uh, one of the legs is bent, giving the large cabinet a terrible lean. There's a hole in the side, not pressed against the wall. Oh, look in the hole. Hole. You peer inside the hole. It's mostly full of felt. A small bottle of something has rolled to the far side of the cabinet, too far to reach. Hmm. Mm. Well, clearly we need that bottle. Yeah. 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 Um, if it's too far to reach, though, what you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I know, know what you gonna do. Um, we still haven't seen everything yet, though. No. So, uh, we'll probably find a way to get the bottle, and then, yeah. congratulations, you won. That's how I remember this game being. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of it right there. Yeah. <laughs> get ye flask. <laughs> can't get ye flask um then let's um let's go through the tunnel again let's go outside go outside uh the lane continues east and west uh let's go, go east. east go east east end of lumpen lane the road ends at a tavern to the east its facade a collage of tree trunks branches and leaves the sign above the entrance says the forest an alley disappears behind the row houses to the north Hmm. Let's go into the bar. Uh, the forest. The first few steps into the dimly lit space sink into dirt. And here you are wearing your nice heels. Turns out the floor is completely hidden beneath a layer of dark soil. Who knows how deep, giving the air a damp and loamy odor. Above you, the ceiling is a canopy of intertwined branches and dead leaves. The columns supporting the roof are thick, bark-covered trunks. The forest. They weren't kidding. The barkeep looks up from where he's stacking glasses behind the bar. We're closed a few more hours, he grunts. Even the earliest drunks don't get here until noon. He sounds like the uh, he sounds like the kind of angry guy with the world for no good reason. Wait, I didn't read that right. He sounds like the kind of guy angry okay. with the world for no good reason. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the positive anymore. <laughs> it strikes again. <laughs> Good fairy, FPD, you say, holding up your badge. I'm only here this... for answers. Sabado, he replies. Make it quick. I already told you guys everything I know. Uh, I'm looking for a rabbit, and I'll leave you alone now. 
I'm looking for a rabbit. Looking for a rabbit. Sabato looks at the photo and scrunches his face like he'd been into something sour. Yeah, that's Fufu. I'm the one who reported him last night. The maroon came into my bar and bopped one of my customers on the head. Hurt enough, hard enough doing business without renegade rabbits scaring away my customers. So you're going to do your job and find him? One way or another. Well, he's not here. Do me a favor, would you? If you catch him, bring him to me first. Would love to give him a taste of his own medicine. He <laughs> winks at you in precisely the way you hate being winked at. And you got one option. I'll leave you alone now. <laughs> so I leave you alone now. Come back when we're open. The forest. Uh, the corner tavern resembles an old forest more than a bar. Even the ground is covered in a thick layer of soil. The western exit leads back to the street, while a closed door to the north behind the bar reads employees only. A lit-up jukebox looks rather out of place in the corner. A shovel le- leans against one of the walls. Sabado mutters to himself as he wipes down the bar. Can we show him the note? Uh, show Sabado note. Anything that might interest Sabato would likely come up in conversation. Hmm. Okay. Um, now, the thing is, I'm pretty sure, and it was a while ago, but I'm pretty sure um, that I never figured out how to dig in this room. Mm. And that digging, managing to dig here was like the secret. The secret alternate ending. Possibly. Well, there is... There, that's a good, uh, a good assumption there. Because, wait, you didn't get the full ending. If I didn't, um, if it involves digging in here, I'm pretty sure I didn't get the full ending. I got, I got kind of a sad ending, I think, and I wasn't sure if it like. There are multiple endings. Yeah, yeah, and I got an ending that seemed like the end of the story, so I didn't feel compelled to like fix it and like do it right this time. Um, Because I, for all I knew, this was just a a tragic game. Um, (laughs) Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's a good assumption because there's soil and there's a shovel. So digging does become a thing. Okay. Um, Well, let's let's try to dig and we'll find out why you can't. Okay. Dig. You get down on... Well, you didn't get the shovel, so this is interesting. Oh, okay. You get down (laughs) on all fours and paw through the dirt. Sabado immediately objects. Hey, he shouts. What do you think you're doing? Sorry, you reply, rising to your feet and brushing yourself off. Won't happen again. Not while he's here anyway. Okay. Mm. So let's try it with a shovel. All right. Take shovel. Can I borrow this, you ask, picking up the shovel. Sabado spits something behind the bar. You take that as a yes. And then dig. Uh, you've already been scolded for digging. No sense in making oh. matters worse. Mm. So we just need okay. to get him out of here by attacking him with the shovel. <laughs> okay. Attack, Sabado. You prefer avoiding violence if you can. Not sure oh, who that was we've been the terrible fairy. <laughs> that might be the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starring Terrible they- Fairy. Yeah. Um, Spoilers, everybody dies. Oh, no. <laughs> is, um, uh-oh. Oh, how tall are the animals? So, in my mind, um, and this is something I did think about. Okay. Uh, 
all the animals are the same size as they would be in our universe. Mm-hmm. It's just you're a fairy who's their size. Okay. So you're kind of rat sized. Let's just. All right. So, like, rat and finch and mouse, you're all kind of at the same level. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I also use the term, I had to come up with, uh, like, you know, something like the the dinosaurs. I'll say it's inches, but I'll say fairy inches and made that its own unit mm. of measurement. So you'll see, like, fairy inches or fairy feet. So it's kind of relative to what our inch would be. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like it. This is why you need a map of Field Town. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> uh, let's look at the jukebox. Yeah. Examine jukebox. Not in great condition. Looks like it only carries songs by cult rock group. Cult rock group. They might be humans. There's a single coin slot in front. Okay. Put Ooh. coin in slot. Uh, you don't have a coin. Excuse me? Is that me? you saying that, or the game saying that? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> if I type it in the game, it says you can't see any such thing. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you need to get a coin, Ryan. I guess. If you want to hear some, they might be humans. I do want to hear some. I bet they have some good songs. I think that this is another thing that I didn't manage to do when I played the game. Um... And yet it won the expedition. And yet it won the expedition. There's so much going on here. Yeah. yeah. I like games that are uh, that I can't play all of them. I so, like putting obscure things in my games that if only one person ever discovers it, yes, I'm fine with that. Yes. If nobody discovers it, it's just a little hidden gem that nobody found, and I'm fine with that too. Hey, um... So I like to put secret hidden things in my games too, but we won't talk <laughs> about them on this podcast. We, we, we sure so won't. Alike. What? So what? What's what? next? What are we doing? Um, I guess we'll hold on to the shovel so we can like bop someone over the head, and yeah. uh, we'll go outside of this bar because bars are terrible. And mm-hmm. terrible. Although this is a really cool bar. I might actually go to this bar. I would go to that bar, too. I think the bad guy runs the bar, though. So you'd be yeah, patronizing if the business of a ran the bar. A I'd probably still go. Oh. Hey, let's so go back. East end of, oh, no, I want to go back into the bar. Back into okay. the bar. Yeah. I want to examine Sabado. Examine mm. Sabado. He's tall for a rat, graying in broad patches, joints that bend at sharp angles. You're not sure if he has an expression besides scowl. I see. I wasn't... I didn't know he was a rat. I guess I missed that. Um, uh, yeah, you might not know and if you don't examine him. Well, I do now. Um, so uh, now we can go back. We can... Okay. Having solved the mystery... Okay. okay, east end of Lumpen Lane, uh, the road from the west ends to the forest, uh, an alley disappears behind the row houses to the north. Let's go north. North. Sharp turn. The alley skirts along the wall of the bar from the south before turning sharply west. 
Okay, there's other stuff here too, right? Um, nothing plot-wise now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then we'll go west, right? Well, that's into the alley. Yeah, we want to go to into. But you want to do that? Okay. Behind camera copia. Yeah. The alley runs east and west behind the row houses and shops. An empty dumpster is not quite pushed up against the wall opposite the store. The closed door to the south is likely a rear entrance to Camarcopia. Okay. Okay, let's let's look in this dumpster. Yes. The dumpster is empty. What? Yeah. <sighs> they haven't thrown out all the camera parts yet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, still cleaning up. Okay. So, Ryan, should we push this dumpster against the wall and climb it? Uh, yeah. Push dumpster. It's too heavy to move. Oh, jeez. Um, look behind the dumpster. Look behind dumpster. You see nothing unexpected. I'm a little embarrassed that I kept the regular... I didn't think of something for that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a good one. It's an okay one, yeah. Um, I was I'm wondering now what I expected because apparently I saw that. Mm-hmm. Man, I just realized right now that I need to write a game solely so I can include the line "You see nothing unexpected about the water giving out." <laughs> we need to do uh, <laughs> what? 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 TMBG album anniversary is coming out. Uh, we totally missed Flood 25. I didn't miss Flood 25. Oh, you didn't miss Flood 25. I missed Flood 25. Uh, uh, what else? John Henry? When did John Henry come out? I think John Henry was pre... Um, I think it was like 1989. No, because they had the live band. Or not the live band. Oh, you're but right. The, the non-John band. Well, they had the live like... drummer. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Oh. Uh. Apollo, John. Henry. Where the heck is John? Uh, Henry? 1994. 94. So. 94. So we've got three years before a. Before John Henry, John Henry 25. 25. Um, what about what, Factory Showroom? Factory Showroom factory 20. Probably coming up. Um. Yeah. Uh. How can I? How can I sing like a girl? Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. We only have. Uh. Oh no. We're running out of time to do. Oh geez. These. Uh. Okay. Uh. S e x x y. That's a good one. That is a you good one. You can make one. a game out uh, of that. You can easily make a game. You can. Yes. Yeah. Um, Easy. Spiraling shape. Uh huh. Bells are ringing. I could see being XTC versus Adam Ant. Okay, everybody. We have like three months left to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Token back to Brooklyn. Token back to yeah. Brooklyn. Is the secret track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have to hide the entrance to Token back to Brooklyn, like in Sexxy. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Or all the other games are an arg, and the solution is the URL for the Token back to Brooklyn game. Oh, that's and, uh, really good. It's it's the game is like the song is thirty seconds long and it's just like oh, you found it. <laughs> it's just it loads you up. It's like yeah, you're you lost your token back to Brooklyn. 
and now you can never go home. You have um, lost. That'd be a good a good game where like there's no way to get to and like the game starts out in an unwinnable state basically. <laughs> so you can't make you can't lose. You can just be stuck in the station. Okay, that's great. Okay, great. Anyway, good. so like let's play anyway. a real game. Okay, how about Buster Hudson's Foo Foo? Uh, <laughs> maybe we do do too many digressions on this podcast. <laughs> we totally do. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a two-parter. It, I so think we it is going to be because oh, yeah. yeah.